Welcome back to Innocence Lost. Today's Monday, November 29th, and it's uh, it's chilly outside, um, but still here for it after this scorching summer without an AC. Uh, can always put on more clothes, as they say. But anyway, today's episode is with Lee Alkis, a new friend of mine, um, typically the guests I have on this show. Um, I've known for a super long time, um, but Lee I've only known since I moved in here, and she's been a great friend. I really appreciate her for uh, helping make my transition into this city easier. Um, We've had some good times together, even though we've known each other briefly, and I'm looking forward to see how our relationship develops. As far as things going on with me, um, seeing a lot of great movies recently um i just saw my favorite movie of the year actually um my pick most likely for best picture unless something else wows me um and that is paul thomas anderson's licorice pizza a perk of living in new york is that they did a special screening just for the coasts um it doesn't come out nationwide till christmas so got to catch it pretty early um, and it's it's insane. It's probably his most accessible movie, I would say. I could really recommend this thing to anyone. It's so funny. It's so it makes you feel so many things. It makes me want to fall in love, of course, as a lot of things do. <laughs> um, but yeah, can't recommend it enough. Uh, the performances are all amazing. And uh, yeah, check it out when it opens near you. Other than that, just hanging out, getting ready for the holidays. Um, As I mentioned in the episode coming up, uh, I might start substitute teaching, um, which I never really thought I would do, but it's really well paying. Um, It's pretty easy. And it's reminded me of a sub that I had back in the day uh, who I was very tight with, um, who was kind of dorky, but uh, very, very nice. And he used to juggle at the end of class um if the students were good uh and yeah as i as i got better at juggling i would i would go up and juggle with him at the end of the class we would talk about our various balls and styles and whatnot um so maybe i'll follow in his footsteps one day who knows but anyway as i mentioned at the top this episode is with lee um, great conversation. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Keeps beating like a drum. Won't quit until my body's done. What a horror I become. I never know what's enough. Or where to start. I have to work on Thanksgiving at the movies unfortunately but not till later on so we're gonna do like a little thing at our house um you're doubling down on the friends giving yes (laughs) yudash is uh gonna make yeah some sort of meat creation similar to how he like made the steak at like the sunday dinner we did a while ago he's gonna do that um i think nick's making stuffing i'm gonna make mashed potatoes classic i'm hyped about um 
I haven't had a good mashed potato in a minute. You got to try um, my mom's mashed potatoes. One time I came home, I think Thanksgiving in college, I went home and my mom had like a pot of like 10 potatoes. And then I also saw 10 sticks of butter unwrapped on the side of it. And I was just like, mom, are you doing one stick of butter per potato? And I, and she was like, no, but like, she definitely did do that. And they were some creamy mashed potatoes. But now every single time my mom makes um, mashed potatoes, I like kind of like look in cause I'm a little worried about my cholesterol. Yeah. That's a lot of butter. That's that's, a lot of that's butter. the way to do it, though. It, they're good. They're really good. But um, yeah. I mean, I I would watch how much salt you take in after um, eating my mom's mashed potatoes. Right, right. Seal, so, do you, so you have like like what are your Thanksgiving plans? I'm gonna go home. I'm actually for my family. We do Thanksgiving on Fridays because my mom's also a teacher, and um so she just like cooks all day thursday so then friday she can just like relax and like heat things up and do like final touches and not be exhausted and um my my brother and his wife are actually coming and um one of my friends is coming down and my one of my sister's friends are coming and then my aunt or uncle are coming so it's actually like a pretty nice like it'll be a nice festive yeah experience it's it's a lot of people typically our thanksgivings are like a family dinner Mm -hmm. with like a 40 pound turkey yeah so you're not going home for thanksgiving then no no just staying here i'm also not going home for christmas day unfortunately because i have so my mom is getting married um new year's day january that's a a fun that's a fun wedding date yeah yeah it'll be fun but she doesn't want anyone to get covid before the wedding so she just like canceled Christmas. <laughs> it's like the, like the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I'm planning on just like working at the movie theater on Christmas. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, that'll be fun. You'll get to see a lot of fellow Jews. On, uh, <laughs> yeah, a good amount of Jews at yeah, the movie theater. My family, I'm that's guessing. what we do on Christmas. Except you go to movies? I'll be on a flight instead because it's also a cheap travel day. To Paris. To Paris. Right. Yes. But that's exciting. Are you, is it going to be like, what kind of wedding is it going to be? Is it going to be an open bar? Is it yeah. going to be open bar? Fun? Is the mom side of the family like the fun side? Yeah, I would say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really know how to feel about it. Totally. Well, I'm just going to do it. I'm walking her down the aisle that's as well, sweet. which will be an interesting experience for sure something i'm nervous about at the moment but yeah we'll enjoy looking back on i'd assume no. that's like a really nice thing though to ask for her to ask you to do so, yeah and open bar open at, bar. at yeah. the reception yeah and a bunch of my high school buddies like have known her and really like her so they're all like invited to come to like the after party kind of thing so i'll we'll hang out and celebrate yeah it'll be fun um but yeah gonna be yeah maybe a slightly lonely holidays but is what it is i'll make some money and get some uh some good uh rep at work for putting in the work yeah (laughs) um you'll get the next holiday off because of that hopefully (laughs) um are any of your roommates staying in town for the holidays no they're all gonna be going back um i think you dash said he's gonna be around like he's flying home on christmas day so we've talked about having like a like a cute 
New York Christmas Eve day oh. together. That would be where, really where cute. Where we go ice skating, maybe go to the tree. You should definitely do stuff do like that. that. <laughs> you should also check out. Last year, I went to Diker Heights in Brooklyn with like the houses with all the like the crazy lights on them. It's pretty fun. It's really cold. It's really far, but now I can say I've done it. So it's a it's a pretty fun adventure to get out there. Good. I'll, we'll add it to the list. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna be in Paris for so you like spending time with your family like during the day and then flying out later. Um. Or? No, I'm flying out oh, straight yeah, from New York. I'm Jewish. You're I Jewish. I just forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you're just gonna go on Christmas, and what's the plan for Paris? I'm still figuring out the plan. I'm gonna start combining some friends. Um, I have my study abroad friend who's living in Paris right now, and I have another friend who I worked with in Marseille, who's doing a grad program in like the north of France, and so she's coming down, and they're all gonna meet for the first time, and we're gonna stay in like my one friend's two by two uh, apartment right by the Eiffel Tower though. Beautiful view. And I think that we're going to try to, I really want to go to Champagne because I would just like think it'd be pretty cool to get like Champagne from Champagne. And I think we're going to also try to see like, go to like um, a show. I'm trying to, I forget the name of like in Mulan, not Moulin Rouge, that's not right. Moulin Rouge, Moulin Rouge. We're trying to go to Moulin Rouge, I think. But it's, like, pretty expensive. Um, and I'm not sure. We, like, really haven't planned much out for it. We keep talking about, like, oh, we should make plans. And I think it's just going to be, like, game day decision. But I know I'm showing up on the 26th. And my other friend, she's from England, the one who's staying in uh, Paris. And so she's flying home for Christmas because she's just, like, I want to see my family. So she's getting in after me to Paris. So I'm going to be like all alone for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. So I have decided that I'm just going to take an Uber to my favorite steak place. And I'm just going to spend like probably $200 to like take the Uber, buy myself like a whole bottle of wine, like eat a nice meal and then just wait for her there and just get like great food and maybe walk around after that. It sounds like a plan. Yeah, it is definitely a plan. <laughs> so you'll... Uh... That'll be your first time back since. So you 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 were in the middle of traveling when COVID started, right? Yeah. And then you had to come home. Um, so yeah, first time out of the country since. That'll be nice. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, it's been. I feel like I forget that it's been so long, but it really it has been a while. But I've been traveling in the U.S. a bit. So. Right. Right. I was going to lead that into something. Oh, yeah. When I went to um, Paris, when I was studying abroad, I, uh, I like, booked... I booked the wrong flight from, like, all my friends. Um, oh, my And it was, like, supposed to come, like, a day after everyone was there. So, because everything's so cheap, I'm just like, fuck it. I'll, I'll, book, I'll book a bus to just, like, take from London oh, to Paris. Oh, from, like, the nine-hour bus? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, because I didn't want to waste, like, the, the day. Um, so, I did that, and I ended up, like, arriving in Paris. You, like, go over the, the channel, and, like, you go through the... I forget what it's called. I've heard it's super... Like, the it's, like, some tunnel. Yeah, it's, like, a tunnel, and then you, like, get off the bus, and it's, like, a ferry that kind of, like, takes you over. Yeah. Um... It was like one of the first places I remember traveling to, and I just had this 
I have like an Osprey bag, like one oh, of the I big have one ones. Too. Yeah, yeah, great for traveling. Uh, so I had it just like super full, um, and like made my way to the Eiffel Tower and like saw the sunset in the morning, and I was I was living life. It was great, and then. Our Airbnb didn't, like, allow us to check in till like, 6 p.m. or something. And that's, like, around when my friends were, like, arriving. Yeah. So I had just, like, a a full, like, 12-hour day with, like, this giant fucking bag, like, packed for four or five days. Um, and then my, like, towards the end there, I was super tired. My phone died. And I didn't, like, <laughs> and I was, like, walking around different places trying to find, like, the right, like, plug or whatever. Because oh, I didn't yeah. have, like... <laughs> Are the plugs different from London to France? No, I... Th- yeah. Or, like, the adapters? I think different? they are, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't remember what issue. I, I just knew I, like, was trying to charge my phone, and I just couldn't. Um, and then I ended up, like, falling asleep on a bench. Just, like, kind of... <laughs> like, I didn't have my phone, but I knew where the Airbnb was. So I just, like parked it on a bench, fell asleep, and I was awoken up by all my friends said I looked homeless. That's so funny because my friend, who's currently living in Paris, the same thing happened to her, where she decided to go to Rome and like visit the Vatican, but she visited on a Sunday where everything was closed. And so she just like had a full day in the Vatican with like nothing to do. And she was so tired and she was there alone and she just like sat at a bus stop uh, to wait for the bus or to like wait for the day. And she just fell asleep on this bench in Rome. And um, she like woke up like hours later and she was just like, no one took my things. Like, <laughs> like that was, that the, <laughs> that was the, the biggest shock to her was that she was out cold. And my friends like walked up on her and they were like, you looked homeless on that bench as well. So I think maybe that's a, a common occurrence for American travelers in Europe. But also in the future, uh, if you have your backpack carrying around all day, I learned that you can drop your stuff off at a hotel. Yeah. That's like, that's what I always do. I just like walk into hotels and I'm like, I got a really weird question for you. Um, can I leave my bag here? Can I check my bag? I'll leave my ID. What do you want? Yeah. Like I'll leave some form of contact and i've done that a few times cafes and stuff too sometimes we'll just have like little back areas with blockers and you yeah just give them a few bucks um but yeah did not know that at the time <laughs> it's uh you live and you learn yeah definitely so i got an email today actually from uh the department of new york education they finally Ooh. got back to me about the subbing thing and i sent in some forms so that might be a thing that wow. starts soon. Would you do both, like subbing and movie theater? Yeah, probably. Because, I, I mean, like, I'm really in a phase where I need to, I don't know, figure out how I'm going to afford this place while I continue to yeah. <laughs> look for substantial work. Um, so I definitely, like, need another job on top of what I have. And, yeah, I feel like subbing would be pretty good because typically the movie theater doesn't start till later in yeah. the day so i could like do that during the day and Just pick up really, shifts at night have a really long day yeah. <laughs> um something pays i feel like it, does. it pays a decent like a pretty good price i think it's 200 dollars a day yeah i'm pretty sure which like 
It's not bad. It's not bad. And then all like, you just got to be like a very strong person to be a substitute. <laughs> yeah, teacher. I'm like a little worried um, like if I do end up doing it. But I don't know. My friend Kelsey in Chicago um, did it for a really long time. And she she like kind of keeps telling me, she's like, you should do subbing. It's like a great, easy, like super easy thing to do that's well paying and like constantly in demand, especially like now. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that was an email. That's exciting though. That's uh, some big news. You got that today, on a Sunday? Yeah. The, DO, the DOE emailed you on a Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> that's surprising. <laughs> um, but hey, maybe you'll, you'll come sub at my school. Yeah. You can yeah. come hang out during, <laughs> during lunch. Uh, that'd be funny. Um, take a walk in the park. Yeah. Go to my bodega. And the bodega I go to, I don't know the sandwich prices. They fluctuate every single day. Ah. So they just decide. Yeah, they just told me seven dollars, and I'm like, okay. The next day I go back, and it's five dollars, and I'm like, I'll accept it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you. How's uh, how's your teaching job been recently? It's been good. Um, it's definitely like hard to build relationships with the students, with um, like also working with a mentor teacher. Because she's kind of like the main focus and then I'm kind of like, when she gives me the opportunity to, I'm kind of taking the front stage, but it's only when she wants me to. Right. Um, But I think it's going well. When my voice was hoarse last week, a lot of students were scared of me, actually. So that was really funny. Um, And it's just like, I'm having a lot of, like, I feel like the best thing about teaching is like, you just get so many funny stories throughout the day. Like on Friday... This one student, I came in early and he goes, um, are you, do you have asthma? And I was like, no, I don't have asthma. And he was just like, are you allergic to peanuts or like peanut butter? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not allergic to peanut butter. So he's like, oh, like you wear glasses then. And I'm like, I do wear glasses. Like you're right. And he's like, oh, you are an inferior person. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, like why are you saying this to me? And he's like, if I were to run at you really fast without your glasses, like you wouldn't be able to stop me. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And he was like, if there was a zombie apocalypse, like you would be gone. And I'm like, yeah, but if I was a zombie and like, I wouldn't be like allergic to peanut butter anymore. It wouldn't like my vision wouldn't matter. And he was just like, no, I'm talking about like the survivors. Like I threw like peanut butter into a camp with uh, like survivors, then I could like kill them off. And I was just like, why do you want to kill off the survivors? And he's like, survival of the fittest. And Funny kid. Funny kid, yeah. He just kept going. And then I kept fighting back on it. And then my roommate was just like, you're very stubborn when I told her this. She was just like, why are you fighting with an eighth grader about the zombie apocalypse? It's kind of like the moral of the story was just like, you should stop that. So that's the main age you're interacting with is? Sixth and eighth. Sixth and eighth. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Um... So you want you want to get into special ed, right? I, yeah. And then eventually maybe it's just an old conversation I'm remembering, but eventually like get into counseling. Yeah, right. that's right. Cool. And how how's that like going as far as that track? Would you say? Well, by the end of this year, I should have my master's degree in special education, so that'll be good. And we'll see if I want to go back to school after that or if I want to continue working in special education. I think I'll probably work here for a bit 
and then possibly go back but um either way like I think I'll enjoy whatever I do and I hope to like go into counseling eventually like it's really important to have good counselors and like it's nice because like the school I work at definitely does which is good to see but like reflecting back on my experience in like middle school and high school like our counselors were not good cool (laughs) well yeah what uh so the future school would be like counseling related then like psychology or yeah i think like more either like a licensed social work counseling or like a school counselor school psychology psychologist um either that or just do like a real 180 and i've told you this before right where i like working in a museum as like a children's program coordinator i think that would be so cool so one you know that's kind of like the like if i really don't want to work in a school i guess i'll just go to a museum back to innocence lost happy to be back (laughs) (laughs) we're on the uh the upper west side um first first like on the road podcast i've done i've recorded usually i record them over zoom because a lot of my friends are in chicago um but then nick and i would record the garden in our garden um but other than that those are the only places so this is the first time i've traveled somewhere yeah um thanks for hosting no problem good acoustics yeah this should be the new spot to, <laughs> to do it then yeah um happy to be the first on the road podcast yes. yes um do your friends all have mics then no typically no. no um but like the iphone voice memos are typically yeah they sound pretty good so i'll just have people like i'll record my audio and then i'll just have them like put their phone on the table and, and do it, it works. that way that's actually Udash's mic i There's, borrowed it from oh, him oh really yeah yeah well that's nice it's like very it feels very official to mm-hmm. have like two mics yes i i don't i've never been in like a real podcast like studio or anything like that mm-hmm. but it feels very official with the mics good 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 to hear <laughs> we try and be official on yeah since lost um anyway where um where did you grow up I grew up right outside of D.C. Okay. Um, like pretty much uh, on the last stop on the red line and the metro going into the city, Shady Grove. Um, yeah, in Maryland. So not the, the Virginia side for people who are familiar with it. We all call it the DMV. Uh-huh. So have you heard of that? No. It's funny. So we'll do it like the DMV for D.C., Maryland, Virginia. And then we call like... Uh, the Department of Motor Vehicles, the MVA. Ah. So I had no idea what 
the DMV was right. when I like went to Ohio for college. Uh-huh. And people were like, yeah, I got to go to the DMV. And I'm like, you're going to Maryland? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, I'm going, like doing something for my car. <laughs> so. How, uh, so how far were you from D.C.? Like then? a 30-minute drive. 30-minute drive. So would you go often? Or? Um, not particularly. Mm-hmm. My, my siblings are a lot older than me. And so when they were kids, my parents would take them in. And then I feel like I came around and they're like, well, we already did all of this. (laughs) Damn. So I got to go to concerts, though. I went a lot down there for concerts. Cool. And then Baltimore is how far? Uh, Like 45 minutes. Okay. So two pretty solid cities within like a pretty close radius. That's nice. And the beach three and a half hours away. And the beach, for sure. Um... Did you enjoy your childhood? (laughs) I did enjoy my childhood Mm -hmm. very much. Um, I'm trying to think about it right now. So so how many older siblings? I have two older siblings. Two older siblings. Yeah. And my sister is 33, turning 34 soon. My brother is 29. And then I'm 24. So we've got the pretty big gaps. Right. So... You were all in the house together only when you were, like, pretty young. Yeah, pretty much by fifth grade, my sister went off to college. Mm -hmm. So I was, like, eight, and she was 18. And she got this amazing New York trip, which was actually my first time in New York City. And I was like, I love this city. This is my city. (laughs) And um, then I graduated and did not get a trip to New York City. My parents were like, we already did that. seems like a, a, theme. a theme it's definitely a theme yeah. of my childhood <laughs> um do you remember like so you had multiple occasions then where you had a sibling move out of the house do you remember what those times were like for you yeah my sister and i were so close when we were younger which is like kind of crazy to think about because she was 10 years older it's than pretty me. big age gap and she was like she would play like hang out with her friends and she was like so excited to include me with it which is like not usually what you think of for an older sibling mm-hmm. like she was excited genuinely like so excited to have me around her and with her friends and include me in everything and all of that stuff but then she went off to college and as like an eight-year-old getting into like the preteen tween area it's a tough time for that to happen yeah i was like she would like call me and i was just like i don't want to talk to my sister on the phone Mm -hmm. and then i was like very angsty i feel like and she came back and she's just like you're so different and i was just like i know but also i don't want to hang out with you i want to hang out with my friends because that's much cooler so (laughs) i kind of turned around into the other thing and then my brother he went to college pretty close by and then stayed in the Maryland area. So I would still see him quite a bit when he moved out. So, like, he would stop all the time to get things from my parents, right. like toilet paper and food for the weekend. <laughs> cool. <laughs> he would stock up. Yeah. Uh, so relationships now with both your siblings, like, pretty solid, would you say? Yeah. We, we came back around, you know, uh-huh. especially my sister and I, super close um she i feel like there was like always like a little barrier for a bit and she actually like came out to my family and like after that happened we were like so much like she just like became so much closer to my family because like i feel like she did feel like she had like this distance and now like now her and i will like talk about like 
everything. Like, I help her now with her dating life, mm-hmm. which is pretty fun to be like, my sister's in her 30s, and I'm just like, yeah. what did you say to her? <laughs> right. And then my brother is in Georgia now, but, you know, we don't talk as much, but we're, we're still siblings. <laughs> there for each other at the They're, end of the day. Yeah. If shit ever goes down, got yeah. each other's backs. And he's fun. He'll take me like rock climbing. Nice. And he's like the out, like the very outdoorsy sibling. Cool. Yeah. And what about parents? What do they do? Um, my mom's a teacher, mm-hmm. just like my brother and my sister. Okay. All special ed teachers. Nice. And then my dad, computer science, obsessed with Star Wars, <laughs> and Star Trek, and comic books very bruce springsteen my mom thinks that he would leave her for bruce springsteen so big bruce guy (laughs) um and the relationship with them solid very solid yeah i think that um my dad's love language is giving cans of black beans Uh so he just comes up here with 20 cans and then i have to reject his his cans of beans when he comes up here because i'm like dad there's no person who can eat 20 cans of black beans (laughs) funny uh let's just hold for a sec while this noise goes away it's the radiator yeah does it usually like come in and come out or yeah it'll stop cool a little pause yeah yeah a little (laughs) uh a little break in the action while uh it's not that big of a deal The, the innocence lost listeners don't really um there's there's a lot of audio gaffes in my show, so okay, it's not. <laughs> yeah, they they don't they don't come to the show for um, a one sound quality. Yeah, well, I'll just leave it at that. My uh my, I was gonna say something I forget though now. Oh yeah, like I oh I was gonna say like I uh, this morning I was listening to your most recent podcast. Oh nice. So I was like, getting in the mindset. I was <laughs> right. like, okay, like yeah. what's, what's gonna happen? What's vibe. gonna happen? Yeah. The Adam and Kelsey one? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, those are the, the college homies. The college homies. Yeah. Radio show. Right. Yeah. We, we did together. Um, and, like, study abroad people as well. Like, I met them both when I was studying abroad in London. London. Yeah. Wait, didn't you always also go to, like, the Philippines? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Got two rounds of studying abroad. Yeah. Um seems like it's gotten louder i it, it goes for like a little like it's gonna be like a second okay it i hate it i the first time it went off i thought that there was like a gas leak in my apartment kind of sounds like that yeah i like well there's one right next to my bed actually uh-huh. and like i just i've never heard a radiator before and i just like shot up and i was just like i gotta get out of here <laughs> gotta collect the, the kids the dog <laughs> precious jewels i don't know um so, yeah, we'll, we'll just power through. Okay. The uh, um, elementary school, you, do, you, do you have any memories of that? That was a really long time ago. But. Um, yeah, I think that elementary school, definitely have some memories. Um, the ones that, like, stick out to mo- like me the most, I would say necessarily aren't the best memories. Right. Um, especially, like, the first memory of that I have from elementary school is actually like did do you know like the dc sniper yeah that was like my first memory was like going into like code red lockdown wow. and, my, and that was the only year that i overlapped with my brother in school 
And so he actually, like, came to my, which, like, you're not supposed to do in a lockdown. But he, like, I was in kindergarten. He was in fifth grade. And he was just, like, I'm going to, like, be with my little sister during this. (laughs) And so he came and, like, locked down in my classroom. So, but that's, like, the first memory from, like, elementary school, I guess, is that one which like it doesn't kick it off to the greatest note but i have like good memories as well like right jumping on trampolines with like socks on in the snow i put on like 12 pairs of my dad's socks and we had like a giant trampoline in our backyard <laughs> nice. and we would just like bundle up and like jump with the snow yeah so did you have like neighborhood ki- kids you hung out with yeah there were we had a lot of kids in my neighborhood it was uh it was fun we'd all like i lived in a cul-de-sac so we'd all like go hang out in the cul-de-sac and nice. roller skate in circles, um, make mud pies. I ate onion grass and then had to go to the hospital because... Onion grass? It's like grass that smells and tastes like onions. But like I don't think it's really edible. Um, do, you, do you remember what compelled you to... My friend was like, this grass is, tastes like onions. And I was <laughs> like, I'm in, I'm sold. And it's actually the second, uh, that was the first time something like that happened. And the second time I actually ate like pine tree needles. Have I told you this story? No. Um, my brother was like playing basketball and I thought we were playing hide and seek. And so I hid underneath a pine tree and I was like, I eat a snack. I'm really hungry. So I started eating some pine needles because I was like, these should be tasty. And I came out eventually and I was just like, Max, I don't feel good. Like, why don't you try to find me? He's like, I've been playing basketball this entire... I don't know what you're talking about. We weren't playing any sports. Like, we weren't playing hide-and-seek. And so then I, like, went inside. And my parents were like, you did what? And I had to go to the hospital because, like, apparently poison control told them to. And my dad picked me up and I, like, threw up all over him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to go to the hospital. So, like, I would. I was known for eating things eating, I should eating bad have things, eaten yeah. in elementary school. <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. So then you go. So did you have like a middle school six, seven, eight situation? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember what that transition was like? Yeah, I feel like the fifth grade to sixth grade transition for me was huge. I actually had hair down to like my butt, and I donated a foot and a half to Locks of Love. So then I got like the nice sleek Karen haircut. I thought it was really fashion yeah. forward, <laughs> and um. Went into middle school wearing my lime green Abercrombie and Fitch tracksuit, <laughs> thinking I looked really good. Um, but I had a middle school was better than elementary school for me, honestly. And actually, one of my best friends in the city, Vice, um, she was one of my first friends in middle school. And now we live three blocks from each other. And she's like central. She like gave me all of my friends in New York City. She just was kind of like, you moved up here. And then I just infiltrated her entire columbia friend group (laughs) awesome so yeah that's kind of where i was gonna go to next like early whether it be high school middle school um early just kind of formative people that were really important to you and kind of shaped your personality and stuff can you think of anyone yeah definitely like in middle school vice like her and i and two other friends we like went over her apartment one night and watched the three idiots a bollywood movie and then we called each other like the four idiots um very cool in middle school nice um and we just like like 
I do like it was like a really great middle school friend group like all of them like even now whenever we come home and we're all together we'll like grab brunch even if we're all not like the closest as close as we were in um middle school and then another really formative person is my friend Steph who was actually here last night um I met her like kind of at like a tough spot in my life I feel like and she just like has stuck around since then and I don't think I could ever get rid of her and I don't think she could ever get rid of me cool yeah I really liked Steph mm-hmm. she's, cool. she's amazing yeah. she's like the blonde version of me yeah um yeah I remember you were talking about visiting her one time um and like she has a boyfriend now who I think you like had you weren't like fully in on yeah I wasn't no but how how's that how are you feeling after seeing um, him the next time yeah, it was actually amazing. Okay, her and I good. were talking about this this morning um, before she left. So she's in Detroit now. She moved, She was living in Chicago. And then she moved to Detroit because she hated her job. And she was just like, I'm just going to move in with my boyfriend. And went over there. So I visited her. And we went out. And I feel like her and I have this tendency that we're just so excited to see each other every single time that we, like, visit. And then we'll, like, go out and drink. And then, like, we both just, like get too drunk essentially because we're just like so like hyping each other up like like we sometimes like won't even make it out of the apartment because we're just like so excited to see each other and just like hype and she this time got a little too drunk and uh her her boyfriend and I like took care of her we both stayed in and then we like stayed up to like 3 a.m just like chatting and then the next day she was like super hungover and him and I just spent like half the weekend together, just being like talking. Yeah, so that's so that's good, good uh, excuse to bond. Yeah, I approve of him now. I really like. That's him. good. If Noah, if you're listening to this, I I liked you before, and now I like you more. <laughs> Putting that on re- on record. Shout out, shout out, Noah. Yeah, shout out, Noah. <laughs> um. It went away. It did, yeah. Nice. You, you barely, barely notice it. No, it goes yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so cool. So important people there that still you're in touch with today, which is yeah. cool. Um, that's kind of how a lot of my friends are. We all kind of met. Seventh, eighth grade, early high school. And yeah, we've kind of just all been pretty tight ever since. It's cool that that was able to happen. Um yeah, nice. So, in middle school, as far as, like, hobbies you were doing, like, I know you played various sports. Um, yes. My email was sportsgirlie at hotmail.com. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked sports, loved soccer, um, really into, like, art. Um, that's something, like, I've tried during quarantine to get back into. I'm like, you know what, like, you don't have to be in the, the Met to be like enjoy painting or whatever so and i was also a hustler like i made friendship bracelets and i would sell them i was I, like i just always had to do something with my hands. nice <laughs> so art sports um did you play any instruments or anything mm-hmm. um i played guitar and I actually played piano for six years before that because my mom was like, you have to learn how to read music mm-hmm. before you do any other instruments. And then she wouldn't let me quit piano for a really long time because she was just like, you're so good at it. 
And then I finally was able to quit and I was much better at piano, but guitar is like cool to play. Yes. I like my guitar a lot. Nice. Um, so yeah, so then you end up going to high school, which is where... As one does. Yeah, it's where... Um, for me, like it wasn't until like junior year college where I guess shit started getting really real for me for whatever reason. But high school is yeah pretty key time in our lives. How was high school for you? Um, like I make jokes that I peaked in middle school, but I do genuinely like think I had a, a better time in middle school than in high school. Um, high school is just tough. There's a lot of like pressure at my high school. I would say I feel like everyone has these pressures at their high school, but it was just like very high stress. Um, my school like at one point they were trying to get me to take like five APs my senior year. And I was just like, no, like I'm trying to have an internship, get out at like two, like, like 11 AM. Like I'm trying to have like a very easy senior year, but, um, I still like had a good time. Like I had like my two best friends and we would all do our little shenanigans together, like climbing out of my sunroof and the car that I drove and, um, went to Firefly Music Festival. I don't know how I convinced my mom to let me do that. I think I just got really good grades, so she was just like, she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, what made you go to Ohio State? Um, back to Steph. Right. I do. Oh, yeah, I kind of know the story. Yeah. So, like, I think it's fate that Steph and I met. I do. Um, like, if I never met her, I think I thought about this, like, way too much, where if I had never met her, like, I would not be where I am today. Um, we had this deal. She's a month younger than me and, but like a year younger than me in school because of that. And that's kind of like, that's similar to you, right? Cause no, we're, did we graduate the same year? Uh, you were 19. I was 20. Yeah. So it's like similar to you. Like we're the same age, but like, and so we had this deal that I would apply to her top choice and she would apply to whatever school I was going to at the time. So we could try to like close the gap cause she lives in New Jersey or she's from New Jersey and I'm from Maryland. And so I, her top choice was Ohio State. And so I was like, "Mm, okay, I'll apply. Like, sure, why not? Ended up getting a hefty scholarship. Um, My dad kept being like, it would be such a shame if you didn't go to Ohio State. Uh, That's a lot of money to give up. And I was like, please don't guilt me into going to this school. I don't want to go to school in Ohio. I want to go to school in a liberal state. Um, And then... I visited Ohio State and, like, immediately, like, fell in love. And I was like, I'm going here. And then the kicker is Steph did not go to Ohio State. She went to Purdue and shattered my dreams. <laughs> but but y'all are here now. We are. And Purdue and Ohio State aren't terribly far from each other. So I imagine you had some sessions along yeah. the years. We always visited each other at least once a year. <laughs> back on your college experience now um good times that's four years of my life okay cool uh-huh good amount of traveling and then mm-hmm. also a good amount of columbus time too yeah um just like loved my my house too like my uh 
all my roommates just like amazing so. nice um and then what was your first travel experience um my first travel experience was actually going on birthright oh right <laughs> yeah the the free trip to israel and um, when was that that was in a uh, 2017 i think and then like my mom had like, kind of always been like going abroad is too expensive when you're 18 you'll get to go on a, a trip for free and that was kind of like how she sold it to me and then i like studied abroad in Paris and that's when I really did the bulk of my traveling. I really like had saved up. I got a job. I've had jobs since I was like 13. Um, so I just was like, I'm going to spend my entire life savings on traveling right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And I did. I still feel like I'm, I'm still like recovering financially from my traveling sophomore yeah. college. Like, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. What made you pick Paris in the first place? Um, I feel like everything in my life is kind of an, an accident. <laughs> um, my friend, one of my best friends in college, he, his dad had like this French fiance. And so he wanted to learn French to be able to speak to her. So we signed up to take French together because we both needed to meet our language requirements. And then um, in order to graduate on time, I actually had to study abroad and I was going to be, I wanted to do Morocco but then they canceled that program and then I went to Paris. I never really wanted to be in Paris, but I like I grew to like it. I didn't like it at first, but now I love it and I'm going there for New Year's. Minus like the traveling experiences in college, which obviously incredible. What was like your favorite part of Ohio State? Football. <laughs> yeah. Big win yesterday. Big win yesterday. Um, my roommate and I were watching it. My roommate also went to Ohio State. Our our big connection at Ohio State was a community service fraternity and nice. Ohio State football um, and me teaching her how to cook and use spices. But we would do a lot of like away game um, trips together. We did a few of them, including the Big Ten Championship. Which oh, was yeah. So and Indy, right? Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Uh, so, yeah, that was always something with my school, which had like – 1900 people i never really got the college sport thing i think i went to like one football game maybe <laughs> you'll have to come out to ohio state for a game yeah it's... i would i would love to i've been the only like game like kind of like that i've been to is madison oh uh, yeah i'm sure friends. that's incredible yeah it was really cool <laughs> um but yeah so i never really got that but i do really like i like me some sports for sure yeah um i think ohio state will make the playoff oh for sure and probably lose to georgia i'm guessing you think so i i think that this year the team looks pretty good i'm hoping all the i'm I'm hoping all the way but ohio state has always been a a second half team and i think that it's just they're gonna lose it now like i think that it where they're gonna whatever playoff they get to it's not gonna go well they don't do well under pressure any like important or like noteworthy relationships you had in like high school and college um like like like, like relationships romantic relationships yeah 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 for sure um i had my first boy well i had like a boyfriend for three weeks and when i was 15 like not allowed to have a boyfriend and then he like helped me pass my driving license test nice you know homie homie yeah (laughs) and then uh i had like a year-long relationship 
my senior year with this guy who went to Penn State. So um, that was that was tough. <laughs> um, and so that was a mess. And but uh, in college, I also ha- dated this one guy for two and a half years. I knew you had like a, a longer. Yeah. And then uh, Nick actually met him. Nick was yeah. like genuine. Like Nick was like obsessed with him. <laughs> Nick loved this. I think Nick. Nick, like, loved this man. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, that one was, uh, I don't know, I don't know, what, do you have any questions about it specifically? <laughs> no, nah, I was just curious. Yeah. yeah. Long, Long relationship. And mm-hmm. just kind of fizzled out. Or... Yeah, well, it ended with a, a, a bang, because he tried to win me back by flying to France. So, which was not reciprocated, actually. Um, but, like, you know, a little rom-com moment. Tried. Yeah, he tried. And I, I commend him for that, you know. For the right girl, he'll make the right girl very happy to do, like, those big romantic gestures. Cool. Um, yeah, I had a... Uh, since you shared, I'll share now. I had, a, I had a date on Friday night. That was... It was the first date. And it was horrible. <laughs> It was like, so first red flag that I didn't really foresee at the time um, was that she like asked me if I wanted to go to dinner on the first date. And I was like, cool, like we'll go to like this spot, yeah, yeah, that I really like. It's kind of expensive, but I love it. So just went for it. Um, and it was like a pretty awkward day. Like she didn't really want to be there, it seemed. Um, she was a little mean. Like I went up to like, get cash because they didn't take card and I like left my wallet on the table for a second and she was like how old are you and I'm like I don't, I don't know I just forgot my wallet on the table sorry that's so interesting <laughs> um but anyway my takeaway from it like was and then like the bill came and they're like wasn't even like a conversation about it it was a complete like you're fucking taking this man no like little check things. yeah no no nothing and I'm like okay I guess we'll just take it and then right before that I'm like well, my thought, like, the paying for dinner is always, like, tough early on, but my thought was kind of like, I'll pay for dinner, and then maybe we'll get a drink after or something, and she'll pay for it. But she was like, no, I'm going to call it a night, go home. Um, and I, like, walked her home, I, like, messaged her, um, and then, like, got, got an instant, like, unmatch. So I pretty much just, like, got swindled out of, yeah. like, a meal, <laughs> and I felt yeah. pretty bad about it, but... You know, that's that's dating in NYC. Yeah, I think that's definitely something I've heard of some, some girls doing. Yeah. Um, gotta, gotta be careful about that. But <laughs> right. Definitely. I, I feel like at this point, I mean, uh, things can change, but the, the first date being a dinner date may be questionable. I don't know. I, I, I mean, it like, it, it can be good. But I don't know. I didn't like spending like seventy dollars on like. Yeah, well, don't, don't go, go to that nice of a place. She like got she like got wine and like. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't great. But no, go, go for the, the, the drinks, drinks first. Drinks first. Drinks first. Then, if you like each other, then you're like, oh, like let's go get food now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But anyway, um, cool. So you graduate Ohio State in twenty nineteen. Yes. Good time, right? The year before the pandemic. Great time. So you to got graduate. to have a graduation and stuff like that. Um, and then you went right from graduation into traveling. Yeah. I went in uh, 
and backpacked in Thailand and Cambodia for a month. I wanted to do longer, but actually I went with my, my ex-boyfriend and he was starting a job and couldn't go longer and didn't love that I was like, I'll just keep going without you. And he was just like, come back to America with me. And I'm like, fine. Um, but it was so fun. I loved it and really do want to go back and like spend some more time. And I think I, I like overplanned it. I think that's like a problem that I had uh, the first time around. And next time I just want to like get some tickets and then not have any plans. And then you got a job in Versailles. In Marseille. Marseille. Yeah. Close enough. Um, yeah, I called that summer my Farewell America tour. Mm-hmm. I kind of like made stops to all my friends around the country, made it out to LA for the first time, uh, visited my friends in Cincinnati and Columbus and some other cities. I went up to New York to say so- goodbye to some friends and then took off to, to Marseille and where I met two of my like best friends. We actually FaceTime every Sunday. So today was jam packed of me talking. Yeah. Um, and that was really fun. I love it. I really got to perfect my fake French accent over there. So nice. Um, and then what's what ended up bringing you to the Upper West Side? Um, cheap rent. Cheap rent. Cheap, cheap rent. Um, ish rent. Cheapish. I mean, like for Manhattan, cheap rent. Not you know, it's not Bushwick <laughs> cheap rent. Um, no, it was kind of like. The center point, I have two other roommates. We all have jobs kind of like all over the city. So it was like kind of convenient for everyone. Did you know you wanted to be in New York City like in college or towards the end? Yeah, I think I kind of always knew that if I did live in America, I would be living in New York City. I think that there's nowhere else in America that I would want to live I just, I, I love walkable cities. Mm-hmm. And That's kind of like what it's like for, I don't know, people who went to my college um, with Chicago. Like, it's just like, I don't know, when you're young, it's just like, where else would you want to go in the Midwest? Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, cool. Um, are you liking it so far? I love it. Cool. Um, such like, it's just so like, I like my example for this every single time is like Cinco de Mayo where you just like walk into something. Yeah, Yeah, it was a fun (laughs) night. Just walking into a pizzeria and there's a mariachi band and just invited into a whole thing. Whole lot of tequila. Whole lot of tequila. Um, And it's just like, I love that things like, like you can be so spontaneous in the city and like any night of the week, like you can do something fun. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked, I think I was saying it like on the subway back, but the day where we, like, went to the Yankee game and then, like, rode the subway down and then, like, played in the softball game in, like, a different borough. That was just, like, a really fun day. And, like, something that you could only do here. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. I like New York, too. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully (laughs) you'll stay, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it would be... um, Yeah, I'm really liking this PA stuff I do every once in a while. I met Jerry Seinfeld... Oh, last that's week, cool. which was just a pretty pretty quintessential New York moment, was coming across Jerry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it would kind of be dumb to like throw away these opportunities, like even if they're not all the time. Like I don't know, like I was saying before, can't can't do it anywhere else but here. So yeah, and also I feel like the best thing about like 
the like what you're doing right now with like working in a movie theater and like paing and um like possibly like substituting is i love like doing a bunch of different jobs yeah. i think you get like such fun stories and like experiences it's just like and like it's just like everything's different like i don't know and you get to meet like a lot of cool people in the city 100 percent like locked for another year and then um like a year after our lease is up and then probably like taking a deep look after that and seeing like if i'm making more money if i like the people i'm around um but yeah definitely definitely another year which i'm looking forward to yeah try to make the move to the the upper west become an uptown boy <laughs> maybe i think like yeah i think like ideally if i had more money i do like williamsburg i think it's pretty it's a pretty nice area um which is a little closer to here not yeah. <laughs> that much not closer like... <laughs> but easier to get into manhattan though to go yeah. out definitely um so cool this has been great we're caught up caught up yeah so now yeah you're just you're working you're in grad school um yeah podcasting on a dreary november day Mm -hmm. couldn't couldn't ask ask for anything better better. (laughs) yeah uh what was the dish you just made i made a vegan coconut milk braised cabbage dish and it turned out well. Yeah, I made I made him try it because I was really stressed. I've never made anything vegan before. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, is there is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I think I'm think I'm good. I'll talk. To, can't lose my voice for Monday and scare my students again. <laughs> right. That is funny that they were scared of you. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> a good detail. Um, well, awesome. This will be out um, either in two weeks or in four weeks i haven't really decided um but yeah i'll send it to you when it's done and yeah if you want to send it to some friends um that'd be cool i'll look i'll look forward to listening to it. i'll be i'll repost it i'm i'm gonna show everyone cool <laughs> <laughs> sounds good um well, yeah thanks for coming on it's a great chat yeah thanks for having me so excited i was really excited and honored good <laughs> i'm glad If I gave a second to a second thought, I'd watch my youth slip right through my wide eyes. If I told you that I loved you, that would be a guarantee that there's nothing or no one else for me. Oh, I can't be in charge of breaking hearts. That ain't a job, girl, don't you make a monster out of me. Oh, I'm trying to try my best to write the words into phrases, phrases from all the phases, all for you. I'll keep living, you can stay, I don't mind the company, babe, just know I ain't old enough to say that what I have is what's ahead. Oh, you're the one until I'm dead, I'll kiss your lips and I'll bless your brain. I'm a Jolly Roger, darling Dodger Bane.